0: The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted, no use, in part or full is to be used. Without written, express consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you.
1: Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dozinski, also known as Master G., the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to Sunday night and the good old SOL, same old Lions. they fucking lost. Oh wait, excuse my mouth. They lost to the Dallas Cowgirls. Anyways, (laughs) um, welcome to Sunday night. Tonight. Uh, Special guest is back in the house, Cynthia. Yo, yo, say hello to everybody.
2: Hello, everybody.
0: Good. Her mic works, so we should be all set to go. Okay. What is going to happen? We're going to talk about social media and its impact on relationships. You know, does it impact relationships, or do you think if social media – didn't exist or was toned down a lot do you think there'd be less problems in relationships what's your take on that Cynthia
2: I think there'd be a lot less problems in relationships especially when you meet somebody online and you're just able to talk to them you know sometimes you'll talk to them on the phone but you're talking to them on a computer there tends to be a lot more um emotion however coming down to the first meeting a physical meeting there's a lot of things that are usually different than what you've been told you know a lot of people will lie about a lot of things when you're talking to them over the phone on the internet and things like that
0: even like you all well, i mean they made a show out of it catfish on mtv people you know with pictures that uh they look like model materials either way, GQ or you know female models, and they turn out to be, let's just say, um, less desirable. Than I was just that. Say that. We'll say that less desirable. I, I don't want to say, you know, maybe both of them they end up looking like a ditch pig, but that's very unprofessional, and uh, I respect all people. It's a personality that matters, right? no it isn't the attraction has to hook us and then the personality keeps us right people so going on social media I deal with this is no surprise I've voiced this on numerous shows human sexuality classes you name it 85% of the couples I deal with are either faced with a divorce or one of them have had an affair. And I said, yes, just as many women are having affairs as men. And a lot of implications with social media, let's face it, I'll give, you know, actually they should pay me to put them on their Facebook. (laughs) They advertise on the show. You know, Facebook. And years ago, I don't even know if it's around anymore, uh, MySpace and all the dating sites and everything that go on, You know, how easy is it for people to have affairs? And do you think if social media didn't exist, that was my initial question to you, Cynthia. And also, you know, do you think there'd be less affairs out there? Ooh, I don't know. It just might make it easier. But do you think there'd be less affairs?
2: I don't think there'd be less affairs. I think, like you said, it'd be a lot easier. And I'm not even sure if that would... Um, come down to actual physical affairs but more or less emotional affairs yeah and a lot of people don't think about those emotional affairs and the impact they have on current relationships and um, even within the workplace and things like that
0: that's an awesome point and i touched on uh the subject of affairs, you boy, long time ago, and talked about different realms. You know, different they could be a, a mix just physical affairs, they could be emotional or a combination of uh, physical and emotional. And you look at, you know, everyone blames if it wasn't for Facebook, if it wasn't for all these dating sites, oh, uh, my wife, my husband wouldn't have cheated. I said, That's that's BS because you look at the, the issues in the relationship. Why are they cheating or why are they needing that extra attention or that attention that social media maybe puts out there? Is it because the relationship is dead, boring, lack of sex, lack of desire, lack of pizzazz, all these aspects, you know, emotional connection? And all of a sudden people start going back and looking up ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends on, from high school, right? You could be 40 years old and you're hooking up, you know, or looking at somebody you went to high school with. And they're what, 17, 18 maybe? Back then? That's a lifetime. Away, oh, and then what? How many people they go up there, and they, they try to stalk them on Facebook or whatever, and all of a sudden they see an updated picture. Oh shit! I don't even want to talk to them anymore. <laughs> you know, forget that. What the hell was I thinking? You know, <laughs> Cynthia's laughing her ass off over there. What did? You, uh, yeah, you know people that have done this, Never right? Done that they've done that. So. You know, you look at it and you're, oh, God, what the hell was I thinking, you know? Oh, I bet you they're hot now, and you look up there, and they're, oh, my God, they have 20 kids, and freaking. oh. Anyways, so, this is, by the way, this is the of Relationships radio show. Sorry about that. This is Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist here in Michigan, And have a special guest, Cynthia, with me. She was on last Sunday. And I'm going to go back to the regular schedule with the holidays over with and everything. I'll be back on every uh, Sunday and Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. What else? Oh, check me out on Facebook. Another, I have so many brain farts, not even funny. But check me out on Facebook, uh, Greg Dazinski or The Art of Relationships, and also my website address is the art of relationships dot guru G-U-R-U. And give us a call. You can call in live. I want to hear your insights and maybe how social media affected your relationship maybe in the past or now or maybe you use social media as an outlet to get out of a relationship or marriage and maybe you're hooked up with that person now. Don't be shy. Like I said, I never ask for your name. So you can join us in live chat if you're using Spreaker's app or online with Spreaker. uh, And give us a call live. That number, 586-212-4196. Now, going back to social media's implications of, you know, how affairs might start or how that interest starts, is typically I find when the relationship is either dead, you feel lonely, um, lack of desire, your partner don't get you, and they start reaching out, oh, I wonder what they're up to, I wonder what they're up to. And also, like Cynthia, you mentioned a little bit ago about the emotional affairs, and you start looking at emotional void that don't even start off as fiscal. Well, unless they look hot now, then you're like, oh, damn, I want that. But anyways, you look at, you know, it's the emotional that you're lacking and when someone pays you attention.
2: I think, too, that like when you're looking up somebody from your past, I think a lot of times that it's more of an emotional thing. There was something there at that time that you're looking for again maybe Um, like Greg said, up until you look at that new picture and see that there's 20 kids, things might change. But I, I just think there's a lot of people that don't think about the emotional aspects of things. And a lot of relationships, like Greg said, when you're cheating or you're thinking about it or you're looking for somebody from your past, there's definitely something wrong within your current relationship. It may not even be your partner. You may have to look at yourself and ask, what is it that I'm missing for me? And Ooh, it's,
3: awesome. it's
2: not always something that your partner's not doing or not giving. Maybe you didn't get over a relationship the way you thought you might have. And you didn't, weren't able to actually move on and be productive in a new relationship.
0: Cynthia, that's an awesome point. And sometimes, you know, you hear this age-old, what do you want to say, phrase, if you will, or ad lib, where you know, I never had closure. I never knew why it ended. I never knew why. Or maybe in high school they go off to college, or maybe even in adult life, one gets transferred. For you know work reasons or finds another job, and all of a sudden you're always wondering what happened to them. And when your current relationship is stagnant or dead, you're looking for that revitalization. You want that energy aspect, and that's where a lot of people, you know, you talk about boring sex life or whatever. They need something to perk it up, and that's on the emotional level, uh, and not be bored and everything else. But I also want to talk about tonight about. Can social media be a benefit of finding future relationships as well? Can they work out? Can they be good? And the big hookup scene—you know, the big what? Tinder is basically uh, online meat market, I guess. I don't know how else, but I think plenty of fish might be too. Yeah, in I a have way. to agree. But there's some good people out there looking for viable, genuine, loving relationships too. I don't want to take that away, but. You know, you have to be careful on there. And you're looking at, oh, they're going to be a savior and give me the Cinderella fantasy land relationship. I agree with you, Cynthia, when you said, you know, look at yourself and you look at what is drawing me to another person. What am I not getting out of this current relationship? And is it, what am I doing? Have I tried everything? Before I reach out, say, to social media, or you get curious, oh, someone, and it's not always you reaching out to somebody. It might be somebody else reaching, reaching out, out to, you. to you, and they know you're married, maybe know you're involved with somebody, and you're like, you know what? Oh, I don't care. I'm pissed off at the husband. I'm pissed off at the wife anyways, so it ain't going to matter. Screw it. Just talk. Hey, what's up? And it might turn out or start off as innocent. And all of a sudden, they tell you those sweet nothing. Oh, you look so great! I always wanted to ask you out. I always wanted to bend you over. I mean, I always wanted to. Typical man. Yeah, typical man. I always wanted. You know, and I was too chicken. I was too much of a a wuss or whatever. Um, but you need to look at your current relationship or your current life and look at what do you doing to make those changes. Go ahead, Santanu.
2: What am I doing to make those changes? Wait, let me think Not about you, this. Not you, just in general. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to agree. You have to always look at yourself and make sure you're you're in a good position to actually get involved with somebody else. I, I I'm kind of stuck on this one. <laughs>
0: oh, you're stuck Sorry. on that one. <clears throat> yeah, leave me hanging. <laughs> Anyways, you know, the social media impact and I know it a while ago, uh I you know, I was stupid uh too and I mentioned that on a previous show, you know, social media when someone pays you the attention you're not getting and not only social media, but that's the subject of the show. You know, it could be a coworker, um maybe a sibling's friend of the opposite sex or whatever, Um, or maybe same-sex if you're lesbian or gay, doesn't matter, or bisexual, that, you know, you look at when someone's paying you that attention that you don't get at home in your current relationship, what are you doing to talk to your partner about that? One thing, and are you doing everything? And if that partner doesn't... mm, maybe listen or try to make changes, then you need to look at what the hell are you doing in that relationship and do you have kids? You know, Is that the main reason? And people know me. I say you never, ever stay in a relationship for the sake of the kids. Or let me rephrase that, that that's your main and only reason for staying in that relationship. I think that's BS and your kids deserve more the social media aspect makes it easier. And I think Cynthia touched on this about the emotional affairs. It's almost like it's an escape. And it's very easy to, it's weird. But people be, tend to become more vulnerable when they're talking on like Facebook Messenger, chats, uh, you know, live chats and all that. They tend to be more vulnerable. And I look at, Why are you able to be so vulnerable with someone that maybe you don't really know or maybe you haven't seen in 10 years or whatever, but why are you not able to implement those practices of being vulnerable and speak heart-to-heart with your partner? Ooh.
2: I can touch on this a little bit. Awesome. I'm sorry. That's why you're here. (laughs) I think because... Even if it's somebody we've known from the past, it's still new. It's something new. Whenever you have something new that has to do with a relationship or your feelings, you kind of always get that the butterflies in your stomach like it's a first-time relationship. I think that has a lot to do with it. And when somebody sweet-talks you, even if it is um, through social media or not, you're getting that attention that you've... Are lacking within your physical relationship, the one inside of your home. Um, I actually was in one of these emotional relationships way back when, and unfortunately, it, it was. We don't think about the consequences of that relationship, not just what it brings—the heartache and hardships it'll bring to our current physical relationship. But what it brings to ourselves, our self-esteem, and the way we think about things, it almost becomes an imaginary thing. And oh, you start absolutely. living it's, in this imaginary and this a fairy tale. Land. And right. that's what it is. But I think a lot of people don't realize that and they don't think about that and or that, the consequences. That's, what, yeah, that's
0: a great point, Cynthia. And that's a premise of the show. You know, what is the hook with the social media aspect? And people going out looking, you know, Social media makes it a lot easier. And, I'm, and when I talk about social media, you know, we talk about, what, Twitter, Facebook. Well, Twitter might be harder because it's limited to only, what, 140 characters or whatever the heck it is. Um, but, there, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, there's a lot of other aspects out there that in the dating sites that people have greater access to to maybe get lost in that fantasy realm that they're not getting – at home
2: and that thrill
0: and the thrill, right? What when you don't feel loved, desired, appreciated, or that your partner gets you? You know what? You're longing to have that, and when you don't, like you just said, someone starts, you know, whispering sweet nothings or whatever in your ear, giving you compliments. It's addicting and it feels great, and you wonder, you know, through the social media outlets, does it? Do you get lost like uh you're playing a role as an actor or actress and you just get lost in it and you get start getting addicted to that in the social media aspect that you know it's so ready. Someone sends you a message, it's right now, right? Anymore. People have right. them on your phone, you know, you get an email, beeps, you, you it's almost instantaneous and you get lost and you start anticipating Hearing from a person or two people through the social media outlets, what would it take for you to start feeling that way again about your partner? Or is it like you said, is it the newness?
2: I think a lot of it's the newness and the fact that there's sort of that safety net there, too. Because you're not actually physically with this person. It's mostly it's all emotional and you don't have that fear of sometimes you don't have that fear of being hurt because it's it just seems like the hurt when it's a a physical relationship when two people are like coinciding together is a little bit different than the hurt and the letdown that you're going to get from a website or talking on social media Mm. hey I don't really know you, you really don't know me, so we're all blowing smoke up each other's asses.
0: Maybe not. What if it's legit? And how many people you start looking at in the fantasy land and everything else that maybe, like I said, it was an ex-boyfriend you were in high school or you went to college with, maybe a former coworker looks you up, whatever, Facebook sends you a message, and it starts off... In a, innocent. And then all of a sudden they start throwing little compliments out there, right? Ooh, I always liked how you, watching you walking down the hall. I always, you know, whatever. Oh, when you were all sweaty at the gym, you were all freaking hot. You start throwing up all these compliments, but touching on, what what is the realm of the fantasy? Do you think people can actually separate from that fantasy land, or do they get sucked up and play almost that own part? And what the big thing about that, you might not have any expectations at first, but what starts happening to those expectations the more you talk to somebody or, you know, the newness. I get it, the newness, the spark. And what leads you to keep going on and continuing that is it the expectations that you're going to have a happier, more, sex-fulfilling relationship than you do now. And like you said, it might not turn physical. But what happens, how many times, oh, why why don't we just meet for coffee, a drink, lunch, dinner, then what? That's usually, I won't say usually, but a lot of times it ends up going that way. And a lot of couples I deal with in my office that have had affairs, they tend to be, let's face it, a co-worker, Or it tends to be somebody on Facebook they knew or whatever before. Facebook or even, I mean, the dating sites.
2: I think a lot of that has to do with how you are, um, how secure you are within your relationship, your current relationship.
0: But what would that mean, though? How would that relate, though, Cynthia, to reaching out to somebody about being how secure you are with the current relationship? If you're not getting your needs met, and then someone starts chirping or hits you up, as innocent, a, let's you know, innocent as innocent and as initiated, or maybe that the intentions were innocent, and then it turns into more of an emotional connection that you were talking about.
2: But again, there's that um, issue within your recurrent relationship. so yes. you're not as you're not going to be as, as secure with what's going on within the home which I think that has a lot to do with why people go and stray. Do you think it's uh,
0: security or do you think it's more uh, matters of the heart and the soulfulness that they want to feel important? They want to feel that soulful connection once lost. They want to feel alive. And that's part of the newness you talked about, Cynthia, at the beginning. But also, do they want to feel, let's face it, that love, that desire, that oh my god the intensity again
2: we're going two different places here
0: are we yes go right ahead hit me off in the right direction
2: i'm just again for me it's just that security thing um i talk to a lot of people that i even ex-boyfriends that i was involved in for a long time but I was able, because I'm secure within my relationship that I have, right? and there's not any issues, I don't have that issue with straying. And there's been a lot of things oh, said, agree. a lot of them trying to pull me in Correct. and pull me back, that I'm good enough where I'm not going that way.
0: I, I don't think I, I get that. But I don't think you and I are off in different directions at all like you mentioned. You mentioned security, and I'm looking at, because of the security, I think it's just schematics in one word. But you're looking at security, and you're secure in your marriage and everything else, which is great. But you're secure because you're getting your needs met, emotional, physical. You're getting those needs met. Right. And that's why, you know, you might feel safe secure oh i know not gonna i'm not happy but i know we're safe and it's comfortable but you're looking more for the spark the pizzazz that in love feeling again and does that you know is it part of is that the foundation if those things are met does that make you feel more secure i
2: Absolutely. think so definitely terrific
0: and that's what i said with the social media outlets um how many people are looking for people to date, for people to maybe fulfill a certain need or avoid in their life or their relationship? I could get back on how many women watch the freaking Desperate House Sluts or the Housewives, whatever, and as a Escape, and I talked about that as a theory before, um, women watching those and theories behind that. But... We're going to take a little break, and we're going to be back in a few moments. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. This is Greg Dazinski and I got special guest Cynthia with me tonight talking about the impacts of uh, social media and what the hell happens. Um, I mean, Maybe how do you let social media affect your relationship? And we can also, after the break, we'll get back on – Maybe the social media also take away attention from the relationship. Maybe through games, through you're spending so much time on Facebook and all their multimedia outs, outlets that it's taken away maybe special and very important, crucial bonding time with your relationship. Okay? So we're going to be back in a few moments. Thanks for listening. This is Greg Dazinski, the Art of Relationships radio show. Oh, lost my breath. You can uh, give us a call after the break, 586 212 4196. We'll be back in a few moments. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand painted, uh, hand designed canvas shoes for you. you- It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Uh, Greg Dazinski uh, back on our, the Art Relationships radio show. That was the Parlotones and a uh, giant mistake. Here, i got a special guest, uh, Cynthia, helping me out with the show, talking about social media and its impact on relationships. Or do you feel that maybe if the relationship was in the toilet, social media becomes more of an impact. And I mentioned right before the break that um, you know, how much does social media distract or take away from maybe relationship building? What's your take on that, Cynthia?
2: I'm sorry, repeat that.
0: Repeat that. Oh, gee, she wasn't paying attention. She's drunk. Anyways <coughs> No, Should do you be? think you know, with social media and all that, do you think it's more of an addiction that not only do people use it as resources to reach out to maybe become or feel whole or more connected or made to feel more important? However, how much does social media take away from building a better relationship or distracting from the relationship?
2: Yeah, I think that it does distract from a relationship a lot, Um, just like it distracts from everyday life with everybody. We're constantly texting, emailing on social media like Facebook and things like that, talking back and forth, and we don't realize how how time-consuming it really is. So when it comes to a relationship, if you're online constantly or you're texting with other people, you're taking a lot of time from your relationship within the home, and that's going to cause a lot of issues, especially if you already have some problems and you need to work those out. A lot of people kind of shut that out and use social media and other things like that to kind of just forget about what's really going on in the home.
0: No, I agree with that, and I think what we both agree is, you know, usually social media might not come into play or cause problems in a relationship if the relationship was solid. You know, if you're feeling loved, desired, appreciated, all that, and what's it take for you to fight through the frustration or instead of withdraw from each other and go out to social media, you know, Facebook or chat rooms, whatever – What would it take for you to reach out for your partner and try to get more connected with that? Or how many times I've tried, I've tried this, they don't listen, he doesn't listen, she doesn't listen, she doesn't stop nagging, bitching. I just, I need an escape and it's an easy escape from me. And the main premise I hear from a lot of people, a lot of couples in session in my office that, you know, it's someone that made me feel important. That made me feel maybe even more desired, made me feel more important and made me made me feel good about myself. So you know with the social media implications, what you know what are you doing to maybe reach for your partner instead of let social media become a hindrance in your relationship? What could you do to center around that as far as do you ever talk to each other? You know, do you do you feel love? Ask your partner that. Do you feel love? Do you feel desired? It sounds so simplistic, but when you know the shit hits the fan in the relationships, and you're not you're feeling all frustrated, not loved, annoyed, you name it, hurt. That you're afraid to ask these questions, or maybe you just we forget about them. Me, I'm human too. Maybe we start. Forgetting about it. When was the last time, have you asked your partner, do you feel loved? Do you feel like you're desired by me? When was the last time you ever asked each other that? Or do you assume and take it for granted? Well, I don't have to ask that, right? How the hell do you know if your partner is feeling a certain way? And why are they on... Maybe they're on Facebook all the time, right? Maybe it's a distraction, and, and some for me with my counseling business and everything, social media is a huge outlet for me. Not only that, the radio show too. That you know, I need to be careful, and in my own personal life, I need to balance, try to balance everything, trying to build business, trying to get um, you know expand business aspects with clients and different speaking engagements. So, you know, I need to be careful, too, as well as what, you know, what are people's intentions out there, and are they out there flirting? Are they um, looking for something else other than just a simple, hey, hello? And what could I do and everybody else to look at, okay, what is drawing me to a certain person, and what is the intent? Is it someone that really connects with because you have a, Similar hobby or topic maybe you're both into philosophy maybe you're both into a sport whatever it is Um, and you start connecting and you start boy I wish my partner got me this way well what are you doing to try to help your partner get connected with you
2: yeah that's when you have to step back and think okay what is it that I'm doing here what do I want here and when you find that You've got to be able to open up to your partner and talk to them. Ask them how they feel. You have to be able to tell them how you feel, too. What your your needs are and what your desires are. But it's not a one-way road. It has to be a two-way road. Because if you don't know where they're at and where you're at, there's going to be conflict there.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And you look at, you know, going back to the fantasy realm of you know, the social media aspects, you know, the Twitter, the Facebook, and everything else, you know, what are, you look at, what are your intentions, and also maybe what are the intentions of other buddy else, and what is sort of luring me, that might be a good word, what is, uh, what is luring me to somebody else, or maybe wanting to talk to somebody else of the opposite sex, or we'll say, forget about opposite, it could be same sex too, but in a romantic way, what is, Forcing, forcing you. You're making your own decision. But what is drawing you to that other person? And you need to look at yourself and you need to look at your relationship too. Why Why am I doing this? And it seems like social media tends to be a huge, huge easy escape, if you will. It's an escape to feel, not feel loved, not, you know, not to feel desired or important. It sucks. It hurts. So, you, a lot of people are using the social media outlets and chat rooms and everything else as an escape. But that escape can also burn your ass. Cynthia, your thoughts on that?
2: I have to agree. That escape can also burn your ass. <clears throat> but I also wonder if sometimes, even though you're talking to other people and that connection might be there, is it even that which... Is that even what you're looking for, or are you just looking for an escape, plain and simple? And that's the easiest way to do with it, to forget about what some of the issues are within your relationship, even with yourself.
0: Oh, that's a good point. A lot of times you look at yourself, you know, what, what exactly are you maybe missing out of life? Maybe your relationship is good. Maybe you're just bored. And you look at maybe your own life isn't that fulfilling that you need to look at why Why am I doing these situations? Why am I chatting with this person or that person that I'm drawn to? They make me feel alive whatever. But what else can you do to maintain your relationship or even improve it? And not only that, like Cynthia said, what are you doing to look at yourself and look at what the hell are you doing to maybe perk your own life up and maybe become more fulfilled as an individual because if you're not i tell people all the time usually it's gonna raise havoc in your relationship if you're not fulfilled as an individual you know you're putting a lot of pressure a lot of expectations um i should say misappropriated expectations on your partner and your relationship then um it just wreaks havoc, and all of a sudden you start, you know, fantasizing or having all these expectations that someone's going to rescue you or take you away, yeah, maybe that could happen, and at first it could be, you know, better, and it's fantastic, and, you know, you just feel love, whatever, and it cracks me up how many people I see are divorced, and they're dating, they're living together, second marriages, and they're in my office, and, I sort of joke in a way about it, but in a way I'm serious to where they have the same issues in that new relationship after a certain amount of time that they left <laughs> their previous relationship. In. And I look at, you know, what is it about you that is causing this shit?
2: I've noticed that um, a lot of people that I run into that actually um, have gotten divorced or separated over social media, um, it wasn't even a problem like Greg mentioned. It wasn't a problem that was within the relationship. Everything yeah. was great. They're, you know, they talked, they did things. It was with the person themselves. They had issues. Um, I know like Most for myself. Women
0: do, Cynthia. R-
2: <laughs> I almost agree with you on that, that one. Out one.
0: There.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, for myself, recently I've been unemployed and I haven't been able to go to school. So social media's been a huge outlet for me. It could be a positive I'm at moment. home I'm at home a lot of times by myself. So I'm on the internet. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Greg's losing it over here. So, I talk <laughs> online to a lot of people. I do a lot of texting in that. But that's also caused re- um, problems within a relationship in the past where I wasn't happy with myself, where right. I was at in life. So, then I got online, I started talking to other people, and then, oh, boom, there was a connection with somebody, and it became very emotional. But I think that's a big problem, too. We can't always blame it on that there's something wrong with the other person. It's something we're missing ourselves.
0: That is a crucial, very crucial element, Cynthia. Uh, A lot of times we look at, you know, what are we doing with ourselves to maybe go after what we want as an individual? And I I see a lot of women, Not I do see a lot of women, especially single women, that they almost Feel that it's selfish to go after their dreams or their goals um, outside because, you know, the kids got to come first or the husband, whatever, whatever's got to come first. And don't get me wrong, there's some selfish bitches out there. <laughs> but um, as a, I don't know if it's a nurturing instinct for a lot of women, but they have a hard time and all of a sudden they, they get resentful that they almost gave up themselves or sold themselves out, gave up dreams or whatever, think, oh, I want to stay home and kids, and all of a sudden they find out a couple years down the road that's not so fulfilling, and it's like, oh, shit, I made this decision. Now I'm trapped, and we agreed on this. Now what do I do? And all of a sudden the social media starts... creeping in and it becomes an escape in a fantasy world and what are you doing to try to get your partner to understand that right what are you trying to do to connect with your partner and get them to have maybe help you and maybe be more hopefully they'll be supportive about you going after certain goals dreams like you you know you return to the workforce cynthia um you know, recently, and I'm not getting into that, but, um, you know, so it's new. And what are you doing to sort of be fulfilled within yourself? And instead of reaching out to the social media outlets as an escape, that maybe you can enlighten yourself, and all of a sudden you start realizing the possess and the ignition to the, your current relationship could trigger back up. It, it's amazing. I've seen it happen over and over again.
2: I think a lot of it has to do with the confidence I have in myself now. Now that I'm back to work, I'm more confident and I feel like um, I'm still going after my dreams. I'm still chasing my dreams. But I also have a supportive husband and that has a lot to do with it. Your partner's got to be supportive of you. Whether they like what you're doing or what you're not doing, you have to be able to support each other and you have to be open-minded about new things that come up.
0: Yeah, I'm all looking for people to support, like a hot frickin' sugar mama. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, uh, your husband is a—he's got to be a saint oh hell yeah no he doesn't have shit. to be a saint yeah, but you saint have to, to work together
2: you have to support each other <laughs> it's not oh, just your husband supporting you you've got to support your Absolutely. husband
0: you hear that coming from a woman out there people it's not all about you ladies yes it is <laughs> yeah yes it is it's all about the mutual um you know working together and you do a lot of Cynthia brought up a great point about you know self-insight in this. it Maybe you do have a great partner or a, a good partner, and it could turn into even a great relationship. But then now you bring the social media aspects and outlet, and you start – it might not even be a romantic interest, but it could be you connect with a friend more, um, maybe an old, long-lost friend, high school friend, college friend, whatever – or someone you met at the at a wedding, and you start connecting, and all of a sudden you start going back and forth, and all of a sudden that starts turning into how often does this happen that you start bitching or start bashing your current partner, and that's almost like an emotional affair in a way. Even though there's, you know, it could be two ladies, two guys, friends uh, going back, and you're bashing each other. So the social media outlets could be used in that way not necessarily a romantic interest and you look at would my partner be pissed off if they found out i'm talking this way or maybe they found my instant messenger, or my facebook messages or whatever open up and would they be pissed if they saw what we we're talking about
2: damn i gotta think about that
0: ah no shit <laughs> cynthia so you look at And why am I doing this? And what am I doing to try to remedy the situation in my current relationship? And what is the draw with social media? I get it. You know, we're all over it. I'm all over it. But social media, I'm using in the context of, you know, mostly like Facebook, Instagram. What's the other ones? Twitter. Well, Twitter is sort of different. Um, What's some other ones out there? I don't even know if MySpace is out there anymore. Yes, but no. Um, You know, there's chat rooms and all this stuff you know fantasy escapes if you will which is fine and dandy however if it affects and it's distracting away from your current relationship you have to ask yourself why am I doing this any insights? I need
2: more sex? I don't know. I need
0: more sex that very well could (laughs) Could be, be right but what are you doing to tell your partner that Cynthia don't I'm Go ahead.
2: It depends on what you're using it for. Like in your case, you're using it mostly more for business purposes. Oh, so it's yeah, a little me, bit different. For me, yeah. um, it helps and if that's me, what I'll, you're doing, I I'm guess. My, media my question is do you think social media um can work if you're including your partner into what in what you're doing?
0: You know what? Now you need to be more specific and clue me in on that. Include include the listeners into that. What do you mean, clue them in, um, or include them in? How would you like? Oh, I'm talking. Would you? Oh, I'm talking to so and so. And
2: yes, exactly. Okay, cool. Be honest with your partner about who you're talking to or oh, what you're cool. talking I about. Oh, cool. I like
0: that. So you're Same saying thing with
2: text messaging? I just told Craig earlier. Or Greg? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm like shit. Who the hell's Craig? I'm sorry.
2: I just told Greg earlier about a text message session I had yesterday with a friend, which is actually somebody that my husband works with. Oh but right, he knows right, right. that we're talking back and forth. Nothing is ever hidden from him. And that's awesome. As, as far as our conversations and everything. And I think if we looked at it that way, then maybe we can build on our relationships and maybe I even wonder if
0: instill further trust and everything. Right, right,
2: I think that builds a stronger relationship. Oh, I do too. But you too. can't you can't be hiding things, even if it comes to I guess even the business aspect of it. Um, Include your partner in what you're doing. Absolutely. You know, even if they don't want to sit there and be a really be a part of it, but oh, hey, look, this is what I'm doing. Yeah,
0: that way you're open and honest. You're and you're what's things, going on.
2: that's when you have the problem. When your partner comes into the room and the phone you hurries throw the up, phone goes off, the, the window, computer you know, screen goes gone, down, that's when you have a major problem.
0: I agree. And you look at, like I said, if you have to hide that stuff, that tells me you're doing something inappropriate and you're doing something wrong. And you need to center on the relationship and look at what is the draw out of that connection or, you know, the Facebook friend, if you will. You know, what is the draw, and what are you seeking out of that? You know, ask yourself, why in the hell am I doing this? Why in the hell am I attracted or emotionally drawn to this certain person? Or, you know, is it about me? Is it about the relationship? And what can I do to center on my relationship versus get more sucked into it or more engaged? golfed if you will into that fantasy lane that cynthia talked about before and you know do the expectations say what are we going to do are they going to be carried further or even if you're sort of just using it as an escape maybe the other partner on the other end the new facebook friend or whatever might not think though they're looking at expectations of carrying it further Ooh.
2: I think that happens a lot of times. I you don't know think who that very Even well if you might. know who that person is, like Greg said, going back to somebody from high school, everybody's changed. At ten years later, you are not the same person no. you were at seventeen years old. Even oh God, three, four, or five years I later, you're it. not that same person. So you've really got to. Know who you 're talking to and what their expectations are, and if you can 't ask them what their expectations are or what they 're looking for, you better think about that. If you can 't ask your um, current partner what their what, what their wants and needs are, are you apt to even ask that person you 're talking to over the computer?
0: It's safer and that way through it's the computer, safer. right?
2: Okay, but are you going to believe everything they tell you? And I think that's a big part of the problem. We tend to, like Greg said, get sucked into that. Yeah. And so sucked into that, we start believing everything we're realm. being told.
0: It's a fantasy realm, if you will. It's almost like when you first, uh, first go on a first date. How many people tell um, everybody, oh, you know what? Oh, I just got herpes. I only got one outbreak once a year. Yeah, I I happen to pick my ass uh, maybe a couple times a week. So, you know, they throw all their dirty shit on the first date right. How many people do that? Hell, yeah, hell no. no. And if you have a connection, chemistry's ch- chirping and kicking up and you're attracted to that person, and all of a sudden, like you said, um... Then the first time they fart in front of you, and then, then you're looking at, Ugh, oh, my God, they are human. <laughs> you know. So you look at the expectations in the fantasy realm that, that social media might get you in trouble, and maybe your relationship that might be mediocre, if you will, or sort of stagnant, maybe that could be fired up and become great, but then you're ruining those chances by... Getting emotionally involved and mostly distracted based on maybe a new Facebook friend or social other social media outlet.
2: I think sadly, this whole social media thing is going to destroy a lot of relationships, especially future relationships. If they allow it. If you allow. But we've become so into the social media, using it for everything—work, um, email back and forth. Oh yeah! Nobody knows how to talk, and that's going to cause a lot of problems in the future for um, our kids. Everybody, they they're not going to know how to talk to each other.
0: What's that have to do with the topic we're talking about?
2: It has, a lot to, <laughs> no. it has a lot to do with the topic we're talking about. Our kids are so involved in texting and oh, being yeah. online. They don't the even talk on the phone. The face-to-face verbalization is Yes, it's definitely. So I think we have to really watch that.
0: And uh, that's a good point, actually. Actually, I'm going to turn it into a good point, Cynthia. It was a maybe a bad point, but I'm going to make it a good point. It was point a good point. You know it. <laughs> I'm going to make it a good point. We're you know, social media outlets, it's so easy for you to express something else and how we can take things out of context. And maybe someone meant one thing, oh my God, he loves me. He really wants me, really loves me. And that might not be and because how we get sucked in and what our emotional needs are lacking in our current relationship. We start taking things maybe even out of context in a fantasy realm with social media to where, okay, how can I... Step back and say, how can I get this out of my current relationship? And if not, then we're going to make an appointment with Greg, which is cool. Right? Give me a call, 586-212-4196. <laughs> or, you know what? Or maybe if it can't be remedied, then you deserve to be happy. And But don't use the social media as an escape to draw you out of that have the guts and the maturity to end that situation and move on don't let social media be the excuse why you got out of a relationship sound cool sounds good to me well we're gonna sign off i want to thank cynthia again for joining me hopefully everybody enjoyed the show gained some insights a little bit and i will be back on wednesday at eight o'clock eastern time. Thank you very much. This is the Art Relationships radio show. This is Greg Dazinski. Make sure, check me out. My website, again, theartofrelationships.guru, G-U-R-U. And you can find me on Facebook, too. I'd appreciate, like my The Art Relationships page on there. And um, I'll be getting a new blog up uh, tomorrow, actually. I'll be talking about uh, certain topic. Uh, probably dealing with maybe tonight or some other aspect of relationships but i'll get the new blog blog up tomorrow and get that posted on facebook to link to the blog site Uh, everybody have a nice night as always thanks cynthia thank you to the listeners much love everybody out there say goodbye cynthia
1: have a good night 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 Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dazinski, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in verbal and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit for tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter of fact format, plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.